Welcome to Rethink Retail, the show where we dive into the stories and strategies behind some of the most successful brands on the planet. From brick and mortar giants to e-commerce disruptors, we uncover the secrets to their success and deliver the keys to true retail transformation. So ask yourself, are you ready to rethink retail? The future of retail starts now. Welcome to the Rethink Retail Podcast. I'm Kirat Anand. And with me today is Nate Frazier. Nate is the COO and EVP at GNC. Nate, thank you for being here. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on and a big fan of the podcast. Thanks for what you do for our industry. Yeah, well, you know, I, I first have to start off and say uh, that that mutual admiration goes both ways. I don't know uh, for the past, what is it, two decades now, I've been having my GNC men's health vitamins. So that's my daily go-to. Uh, there's one thing, well, and, and there's no plug, but I cannot travel without that one piece. I could travel with anything. So uh, you you started your career at some really large retailers like Target, Saks, and then you went on and you held great leadership roles at Abercrombie, GameStop, Mattress Firm, variety of different industries within the retail space. What drew you to health, wellness, fitness, and specifically GNC? I think like a lot of folks in retail in general, we just sort of naturally uh, endear ourselves. They're sort of magnetic toward people. And retail in general, we're sort of in this forefront of being able to be of service to people. Um, you know, and that sort of lends itself to, can I help somebody live a more full or more rich life? And, and GNC really sets it the, at the, the cross section of that, I think. And so, you know, health and wellness is, it's so, um, it's so hot right now. People are better educated. Um, you know, I landed here prior to the pandemic, but we saw sort of naturally where the, where the industry was going. And so being able to meld that with sort of this service of people was just really interesting to me. And then from a brand standpoint, GNC is really iconic. Uh, you know, we, we really enjoy incredible brand awareness and, um, and you know, really ultimately, you know, wow. hope to use that, that sort of ability to, to you know, sort of pierce through the conversation in a really positive way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, a few things you mentioned there about having that brand, uh, you know, the branding, the GNC has been synonymous with health and wellness for so many years. And I think uh, you mentioned it, the education level of the consumer, especially I think during the pandemic, really uh, was expedited a few years. And, well, you know, I, I don't want to focus on the pandemic, but I think the past six years or so that you've been at GNC has been very interesting. Public market, the private market. To, you know, from 7,500 stores to, you know, including the international stores, to now maybe 5,000 stores. Can you walk me through some of that restructuring, optimization, some of the transformation and, 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 uh, and, and what's next for GNC? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, you know, when I landed here in 17, uh, you know, the business was, was doing okay. I mean, you know, it wasn't uh, necessarily uh, an issue with GNC, the brand. Uh, certainly health and wellness was trending. It was moving the right direction. You know, we really had a balance sheet and, uh, and we made some pretty smart decisions prior to the pandemic to, to sort of re-engineer that, uh, get the organization back on track, get back to growth. And, and, and as those things were starting to take place, some of that was really attacking our tech deficit. Some of it was being more thoughtful about the consumer journey. We had this sort of crazy, you know, washed from across the world with the, with the global pandemic. And so, um, you know, sort of uniquely, Hopefully we never see it again in our lifetimes, but when you're sort of faced with your own mortality like that, people start asking different questions. They start thinking more thoughtfully about their nutrition or their immunity or their own longevity. 
And so we took that in conjunction with some things that we had done to, to get the business back on track and the tailwinds that came along with that and, and really um, it, you cleaned up the organization and, and got us ready for the future here in, in, in order to take advantage of, of this sort of more educated consumer and, and just the industry in totality. And it was, it was a great um, sort of push to us. And, and we wanted to make sure that as we exited and the world turned back to normal, that we were able to present ourselves in a way that the consumer wanted to be presented to and we could be wherever they need us to be. And so sometimes that's store, sometimes that's across our digital and, and e-commerce channels and in, in any number of places that they may interact with us. And uh, you know, to the earlier point, uh, as the world changed and that shopper changed a little bit, uh, it became less important to have the sort of number of locations, more important to be where the consumer wanted us to meet them. And that may have been through a subscription model. It might have been through GNC.com or one of our other marketplaces. And then a lot of that that sort of social side of it, a lot of the consultation that we're able to do, and that has been really the lifeblood of GNC, can still permeate uh, in that, that those brick and mortar locations while serving a, a greater purpose as well. Lots to unpack there. Super interesting. I mean, I know how you guys now talk, you touched upon it briefly, and I'd like to you know, talk about it a little bit more about how you transformed the brick and mortar stores and kind of made them what you guys call home base. And maybe, you know, talk about how, and this kind of fell directly under your uh, uh, area and your team about easing the load on your supply chain and turning uh, the stores into DCs. Is that is that correct? And how'd you do that? Sometimes you're lucky and sometimes you're good. So I'll start with that. We knew we had an opportunity to uh, correct some of the things that may have been missteps prior to that. And one of those was, how do we ease this load of logistics? And so, you know, as the, as the shopper started to change, particularly in the United States, and uh, you know, access became really important to their decision-making, ease to product and making it really frictionless and seamless became something that was, this is how I made my decision. Um, we had this massive fleet in the U.S. And, and in, a, in a period where the shopper is changing where they want to shop at, that can be sort of a, uh, it can be almost like a waiter on your net. And we saw that as an opportunity to turn into a superpower. And we had already launched Ship From Store in a beta program, uh, really when the pandemic started to hit the United States. And fortunately we had this system, we had scaled it yet at that point. But as we saw that opportunity to scale during that sort of chaotic time, that's exactly what we did. We put our foot down on the gas and we went from 100 locations to 1,000 to the entire fleet. We expanded over, the, over to our franchisees during that time period. And so when people were maybe stuck at home or they were shopping more on their phone and they had this access, we could get it to them faster. We could ship it cheaper because it's always cheaper to put it on a truck than a plane and really start leveraging some of the other omnichannel initiatives that, that retailers did really well during that time period, whether it was curbside or you know, buy online, pick up in store and, and making that in-store inventory live across GNC.com and searchable across a lot of our marketplace partners too. So yeah, they're, they're really micro fulfillment centers in a lot of ways. I mean, they're, they're stores first. They're a place for our consumers to interact with a really high quality, well-trained coach on the sales floor, but they, they definitely serve a greater purpose out. One thing that really resonates with me personally is when you talk about the GNC coach. And I, I know you, you call your associates coaches. You have a, is it a GNC university? So, so right. Uh, I mean, as was reading about uh, helping the uh, associates up the curve faster, learn, be more skilled in the nutritional space and the health and wellness uh, space. 
and serve your customers better. And I noticed that from being a long-term customer of GNC. When I used to walk into the GNC stores, it was an educational system. It was like you'd walk in and whichever the GNC coach you'd meet, they would know, they would explain. Talk about that coaching. Talk about how important it is to upskill those uh, associates serving the 5,000 stores. I think one of the advantages that we have, in the, you know, not just in the industry, but you know, competitively and in, in, in sort of in the broader sense too, is you know, by and large, most of the folks that work for GNC are genuinely passionate about health and wellness, about fitness, sports science. And so you have that natural curiosity, you've already got sort of a jump start. And I've seen that in my past at other, other retail locations um, to different magnitudes, but here it's just so genuine and real. And so if you think about how can I help that person become more educated, more authentic, and really uh, sort of speed that, that learning journey for them as well. And, and one of the things that happened whenever I took over um, sort of ownership of the corporate locations was we saw this opportunity to do just that. And there's a lot of reasons to do that. One is, can I enrich the consumer experience? And that's really why you start there, because people are, aren't necessarily looking for options. They're looking for solutions when they come to us. And so, and we take that serious. And, and it's something that, that we know is a privilege too. And, and so we had the sort of old school training, I think that was sort of legacy retail, uh, you know, product sheets, videos, uh, you know, sort of basic, uh, sort of really base level interactive. And so we, we saw that as an opportunity, Kim, we take this down to the core, you know, how can I service the most customers the most efficiently and most often? And we started to build back our training, training mechanism for that. And we onboarded a new LMS. Uh, we brought in some world-class educators that really understood both the consumer and our coaches navigation and how best to make that information digestible in a way that they want to learn out there. And so it may have started with protein or multivitamin and then really worked its way into really more complex and novel ingredients there. And we've got a great series that we've built and the platform is really gamified and it's really fun. Uh, we do it in conjunction with a weekly uh, television show that we produce, it's called GNC TV. And there's just, it's really cohesive and we do it in order to layer out this information in this process. So our coaches know what's important they know what's trending and that they can really service the consumer in the right way as well. Obviously that, that impact is paying off. Another impact I, I think that's really you to touch upon is buy a line, pick up in store, probably was great during the pandemic, but it's nothing new. A lot of people are doing sure. that. Let's talk about some of the, uh, I think the, the newer, the more cutting edge technologies you're, you're working with. Let's, I, you know, you can't have a retail conversation without saying the, 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 the two words or gen AI, right? And I'd love to hear about how, how you're implementing, uh, is it STAR or AI for your conversion improvement? And can you, can you uh, maybe talk to the audience about that? So as we built this platform, we've got really rich content. We've got wonderful science, wonderful doctors here, you know, really are thoughtful about consumption and nutrition and where the world is going there. That puts us that leg up. But so you look at where can I go to advantage from there? You know, machine learning has been, you know, sort of this buzzword for years. And, and we're in the process of separating, you know, what's science fiction right now and what's really applicable to our stores. And so uh, the, the immediate thing that we go to is, can I make that coach more impactful? Can I give them access to cutting edge clinicals? Can I, can I help them ramp their learning journey even faster? And so we're in the process of doing that, um, you know, with some big named partners, like a lot of folks do. Uh, additionally, we are uh, a Microsoft Azure partner. And for some of the more complex uh, AI, machine learning, uh, generative options we're using for them. And I'll give you a few examples on that. Uh, you know, in September of last year, we stood up our first social selling platform. 
we saw it as an opportunity because some of the things that were being purchased across GNC.com were very different than the velocity or what was being purchased in store. As we dug into that a little deeper with the consumer, some of that was just because of the complexity of the product. And it can be sort of intimidating if you're new to your sort of fitness journey, if you're trying to solve for maybe a life event, if you had something health-related that, that you need an offset. And so because so many people start their journey in store, we wanted to flatten that a little bit and make what you ran into on GNC.com more similar to that. And so we stood up the social selling app. It began with live chat with a coach in store because we know that's the most rich experience. We piloted in 100 stores. It worked incredibly well. Uh, not only did the consumer experience improve, but our uh, GNC.com conversion drastically improved during that time period. And then we opened up the video side of it. So not dissimilar to what you and I are doing today. And although that was the minority of those interactions, if that person wanted to talk to someone live, we had that ability to do so. So here we are, you know, a little over a year into this effort, we have a wealth of data that's being pulled across about really specifically about what good looks like. The stores and the coaches we tested this with was some of our best we have in the organization. And as you pull that information back, I can see how the consumer wants to be spoken to, how we should respond to them and coach them and help them find their solution at that point, and then load that into sort of this data we've got right now and, and pull this back in a really smart way. And so as we speed up what the interaction looks like, that consumer you know, and direct with them uh, in a way that we know improves conversion and improves ticket and improves UPT, you're really building a really rich sort of process there. And so um, so you layer that with a better educated co coach at this point. And then to your question around STAR, we, we installed traffic counters for the first time ever in 21, which may sound you know, just nuts to some people, but uh, it was something that just had not been a priority of the organization. And as we got a better understanding on how to wrap our heads around, not just managing to conversion, but also what that data could do for us as an organization in managing the teams more thoughtfully, uh, representing to the consumer in a better way. We built a pretty advanced uh, shopper to associate ratio model. It worked pretty well to drive conversion. It did what we wanted it to do initially, but we knew there were more. We knew we had an opportunity to access some hidden relationships and roll that into some machine learning to help us discover those. And we're in the process of doing that right now too and, and having incredible success. I think it's amazing how you've Use the technology and use the, uh, you know, the, the coaches, the intel, the, the, the high intellectual horsepower of their understanding around nutrition. And then you blended the two to, to have this video ability, this social ability to chat with them, to chat with others and combine that. Uh, so the associates or the coaches, like you like to call them, there's no real downtime, I would assume, right? Because either they're helping somebody in the store or they're helping someone virtually. Is that kind of like just to make them more efficient? We have stores in multiple segments and a wide range of volume, uh, you know, AUV, depending on if it's a strip center, if it's a downtown location, college campus, military base, it could be any, any sort of format out there. Uh, most of the locations have downtime throughout the day. So part of what we looked at from an efficiency model is, can they lean into logistics? Yeah, they absolutely can. And if they're fulfilling a order from GNC.com or from the Amazon marketplace or from a subscription that they signed up potentially, that's a really, at least from a uh, efficiency standpoint, it's a really important part of our, our matrix at this point. And then to your question around, you know, can they be part of the chat process and the video process? You know, we built mechanisms in there to where, you know, if they're not available, it bounces to the next local store outside of that. So the consumer experience is the same no matter how they interact. 
if the store down the street is available, that's who you're going to connect with. And so if I'm in Pittsburgh and I dial through uh, through the, the chat opportunity right now, it's going to take me to South Park Mall or one of the city stores here. If they're not available, it'll kick to the next Locust One in order to maximize their time and, and really ensure that we're giving the appropriate consumer experience to, to the customer when they want to interact with us. Can you talk a little bit about your, your Girl Scout and Marvels, some of the other partnerships that you've done on, on the softer side too? Girl Scouts of America is an incredible organization. I mean, it's steeped in history. It's just a beautiful legacy. You know, really special when it comes in terms of the leadership messaging, the entrepreneurship that they teach, and then just a basic sort of business logic that they can teach, um, you know, to the Girl Scout troops and everything they need to do. You do that in conjunction with people love Girl Scout cookies. The flavors are incredible. And that just plays really well in a big portion of our business, which is the protein business. You know, it's, it's one of those things that if you're seeking to increase your protein intake or you're eating on a really tight macro diet and you can't get it through Whole Foods, it's an incredible opportunity to do something you actually enjoy. And so, and everybody loves Thin Mints and the flavors and things out there too. So if I can actually enjoy the process of taking my protein in, that's just going to highly increase the likelihood that you're going to come back and continue to live in that sort of GNC universe. And so that's always been really important to us. And they're, and they're a great partner. We've done some really fun things with them too, uh, with the Girl Scout cookie booths and the tables in the stores and just just making the partnership really special. You know, on the Marvel side, that's that's a little different. I think, you know, Marvel is sort of the apex of entertainment when in that space, if you think about that. And so, you know, as they, as they submitted their partnership with Disney, it just felt like it made sense for... You know, GNC is the leader in health and wellness to merge with this sort of leader in entertainment and iconography. And, you know, if you think about the overlay of, you know, what does Marvel really represent? It, it represents doing good. It represents strength and making good decisions. It's just, it's a great organization to sort of, uh, sort of connect with there. And, you know, in all honesty, if you think about that space, there's no one else we would have considered partnering with just because it's so important. And so, you know, sort of on trend, at least in the U.S. right now. Yeah, we, we've touched upon some of the, uh, what I call fissy digital experiences and transformations that you've done. Some of the optimization work you've done, talk about reinventing the store, right? Uh, some of the partnerships. And we even touched upon the history of GNC. Uh, but when I look back at the history, it's one thing was always constant, the CEO, which I think now for such a large firm, I, some people might not realize you currently this year, don't have a CEO. And from what I've been told or I've read, you and the rest of your uh, leadership team are directly reporting to the board. Do you feel that maybe without the CEO, this no CEO model, you've been, you know, have had the flexibility to be so efficient and effective? I mean, can you talk about the difference in the working environments? You know, in all honesty, I, I think we have a wonderful leadership team. Uh, we've got a supportive ownership group which helps propel forward the things that we need to do. And we've had a lot of success, you know, particularly coming out of the pandemic and taking the organization private. So I'm really proud of the team here. I think from a camaraderie standpoint, from a focusing on what's important, uh, I think we've built a pretty incredible system you know, in order to propel the, the organization forward. It, it, it's sort of on brand with what GNC is about. It's, you know, if we do this organizationally, we can lean into helping people live well. And so many of us are so passionate about human performance and longevity and just helping the consumers live a more rich life. I think it's just sort of natural. And, you know, I've been a part of organizations that probably wouldn't have worked. Uh, but for us, it's not slowing us down. If anything, it may be propelling us forward. 
I, I love the way you put it. I mean, and, and it's a it's a credit to you and your leadership team what you've been able to accomplish and, and steer. Um, I believe you know, unlike a lot of the other brands and retailers who we hear that are shutting stores, you are about to open your flagship store right here in Pittsburgh. So can, can we talk about that and all the other stores you're planning on opening? You know, from a very methodical, data-driven approach. We've got incredible data partners. Uh, our real estate team is very advanced amongst the industry and how we make decisions. Uh, we partner with some great outside uh, AI firms in order to better understand traffic and what has normalized in the U.S., when the shopper's coming, velocity of footsteps in the centers. Because most of the centers we are in, we're not the traffic draw there. We need to ride off of traffic there. And so um, there's a few exceptions to that. Um, and so we'll continue to be, to be smart you know, even amongst some of the, you know, some of the concern economically in the U.S. I mean, we're going to continue to optimize. If we have locations that need to move, we're better utilized in a franchisee's hands, better utilized across GNC.com. We're going to make those decisions that are right for the organization. In sort of this post-pandemic world, you know, the, the U.S. population particularly has moved in a really interesting way. There was a lot of relocation during that time period, a lot of new development during that time period. And then a lot of people that are that are a little more um, sort of like almost nomad, right, how they can work. And so the, you know, functionally commercial real estate in the U.S. is working much different, too. And so I, I appreciate you bringing up the, the the Pittsburgh flagship. It actually opens tomorrow, you know, at least my time. I know by the time we we put this out in the public, it'll be it'll be wide open. But uh, we had this sort of idea that, you know, we wanted to do something different. We wanted to do something that felt like Pittsburgh. And we've got a really rich legacy here in the city. We've been here almost 90 years. Our founder here was a, a Syrian Lebanese immigrant, landed here, opened his first yogurt store here, and we never left. You know, weathered multiple downturns and depressions and world wars and just crazy things. The brand is what has stood the test of time. And so we want to give a nod to that. You know, it looks very, very modern. It looks very comfortable. It's very inviting. The part of the town that it's in is going through a really, really incredible revitalization. I can see it out of my office window from here. And, uh, and that's part of the reason why we moved our global headquarters into the neighborhood a year and a half ago, too. And so it's got that sort of feel of Pittsburgh, that pride, uh, this city that built America, and it's sort of the nod to that. And, but it's also got all the, the modernization to it, too. And we're really proud of it. And it functions like every other store in the chain. Everything that I'm doing in here, I can scale, whether it has to do with shelf depth, the point of sale, you know, piece of tech that we're rolling out there, I can roll that across the entire chain. It just feels like the the neighborhood that we're existing in. On a, on a personal note, I, I had the pleasure of, of of falling in love with Pittsburgh when my brother went to Carnegie Mellon, so I'd go down and visit him. And as any proud American, I think Pittsburgh really hits home with all those values that you said, which I feel are very authentic to GNC as well. You know, um, we, we talked about your coaches. We talked about the technology. We talked about how you're leveraging both. But, you know, today, uh, data is so paramount, right? And the way we collect the data, understand the data um, from, from the wearables of the watches to the rings to how, how is GNC thinking about wearables and personal data of its customers through the fitness and health and wellness journey? And and, and, and how can you serve your customer better with it? The wearables have done probably as much for fitness as almost anything else in the last decade. And it's sort of democratized preventative care and certainly people thinking more intelligently about their fitness journey and their recovery. And so, and that's something that we really like to talk about and discuss. And it's part of when we're getting to know a customer, part of the lifestyle questions we talk to them about. And so 
If you can come in with something that is that is really tangible from a data perspective, it certainly helps us guide the journey more effectively. And then, you know, if you start thinking about someone as how they make decisions, you know, the wearables help us maintain accountability to ourselves, I think, a lot of times. And then, you know, and it's also something that's, I don't know if it was like this by design, but, you know, it's, it's the accessibility of it has broadened it across all sorts of demographics, ages, uh, you know, you know, different types of people to where they're asking better questions. And you do that in conjunction with the access to education. It's a really cool intersection between how we're treating our bodies and making good decisions for ourselves. And ultimately in that space, being consistent is what really matters. And I mean, I wear an aura ring. I love it. I mean, whether it's a, you're doing it on your Apple watch, you're doing it on, you know, whoop band. And there's some really incredible things that we're exploring right now. You know, whether that be with digestion or hormone cycles or things that are done with glucose that are a little less invasive and things like that, that are going to be a part of our future as we advance. And, uh, and then we've taken advantage of all the, all this data that are coming across these different channels with API into the GNC app at this point. So you can live track in your GNC app you know, hydration, your steps, uh, your nutrition, all the things that fall into that. And then we're able to utilize that to make it fun, gamify it. We give loyalty points that can be spent in the store in there and just kind of build that sort of loyalty loop to keep people engaged in GNC as well. Yeah. It, it, so now I know we have two things in common, Nate. We've, we both use the vitamin, the, the, uh, the, the men's uh, uh, GNC mega and then we also uh, uh do the first thing is when we wake up is look at our aura score right uh our, our readiness that, yeah that, that that is a game changer um you know I, I i i can't wrap this up without talking about live well i mean you know i i i feel it's so authentic for you i mean from all the things that you've mentioned you're doing for your customer uh for your coaches um and obviously i'd, I'd like to hear where you maybe offer us some advice for our listeners uh, how they can embrace on their personal live well journey. It's been sort of bizarrely politicized and, you know, there's a lot of good information. There's a lot of bad information. I think at the end of the day, you know, we have to trust our biology. I think if you think about ourselves as humans first and you think about how we got to this place that we're living in today, I think it answers a lot of questions. I think, you know, we're not designed to sit in front of a screen 12 hours a day. So being thoughtful about your movement, whether that's steps or cardio or anything you enjoy is a really important part. I know 10,000 steps is sort of the gold standard. Not everybody's able to do that. You just start somewhere and move yourself in that direction. And then, you know, and then your, your recovery, your sleep matters too. And so, you know, we've been able to live in a really interesting intersection of, you know, supplementation, uh, whether that's to relax or help people sleep. Uh, but there's a lot of ways to do that. You need to figure out what works for you in order to recover your body the right way. And then, you know, the third leg of that, that stool really is your nutrition. And globally, nutrition has gone through a lot of phases, particularly over the last 30 or 40 years, and, and some of them not good. But as people have become more educated, you know, you talk about the wearables, you talk about things that, that are really hot and trending right now, you know, you've started to see this movement back toward natural, back toward whole foods, uh, less dyes, less artificial sweeteners, less just junk, you know, that maybe we aren't designed to ingest in our bodies. And, you know, we're very thoughtful about that moving in that direction too. And so, you know, if you think about those as a combination of, you know, my physicality, my rest and recovery, and then what I'm fueling myself with, myself with, it really, it has a positive impact on your relationships, your friends and family and your mood. And then you can get focused on things that really bring joy, I think, to your life. And that's, that's sort of what we're in service of, if you think about live well. And, uh, 
and it's really important to us. It's not, it's not just a motto. It's, it's, it's how we, how we approach our business. Nate, what's the one go-to supplement or vitamin that you recommend every American or, or let's expand every individual, regardless of age, uh, gender, uh, should be consuming? You know, really value versus their values. And some of the values is how I'm, how I'm feeling my body. And so you've sort of seen this, this, this rise or this return to, you know, multipurpose or what we talked about is personalization a few years ago. And so I know you and I were joking about Mega Man early in the early in the conversation. I think, you know, for people that are thoughtful about their macronutrition and about how they're approaching, you know, protein, carb, and fat, they can solve for a lot of the nutritional needs at a really high level. Very few of us are are eating in a manner that serves for our micronutrients. And that's where your multivitamin comes in 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 play. And, you know, it can help with immunity. It helps with gaps in minerals. And then although at a collective level, all of our biology is the same. At a, at a much smaller level, each one of us is different and unique. And so how we process certain vitamins and minerals, where we have gaps in our nutrition, and very few of us have, you know, sort of live-in doctors and live-in nutritionists and this sort of opportunity to fix that on their own. So, you know, very few people need everything that's in the multivitamin. Everybody needs something that's in the multivitamin. That's usually where I start. Oh, I love that. I love that. Where's curcumin on your list? We as humans have used it for thousands of years. It's really important for joint function, connectivity. And as we age, you know, uh, making sure that we can live in a, in a manner that doesn't feel like we're maybe aging at that point. So I love curcumin. It's part of my regimen. There are some really interesting things that are happening in that sort of joint space in totality. If you think about collagen or colostrum, that sort of curcumin lives in. So uh, from a human standpoint, you can't go wrong with the, with the classics for sure. Uh, but there's a lot of cutting edge things that are coming out right now that can level up even beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Nate, this has been honestly a pleasure as a long-term customer. Uh, I'm really excited about the things you're doing. Thank you for taking time on such an important and busy week for you. The launch of the flagship, opening of more stores, coaching of the, of, of your coaches and serving your, your, your customers. Thank you so much. And we're excited for all the new things and here at Rethink Retail, we're big fans of yours at GNC. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.